0: to the third and final part of our bonus episode on the Kingdom of God. So Zach, um, we've been talking about the Kingdom of God here and uh, now we're going to look specifically at things that Jesus says about the Kingdom of God. Uh, What does he teach about it? Uh, What do we need to know? What do we need to do as a result of uh, what, what Jesus says? Um, you mentioned that so many of Jesus' parables uh, just refer right back to the kingdom of God, and you're, you're absolutely, absolutely right in that. Um, Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Jesus is basically saying, man, you've got to be a part of the kingdom of God. Right. But you don't become a part of it just because you say, Lord, Lord. Right. You become a part of it when you obey, when, when you do what the king says you need to do.
1: Right. Which we have to be really careful there, because it can get pretty legalistic pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. He has to equip you to be able to do it. He has to make you capable to do it, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not just a you thing. It's not just a God thing. It's a God makes you ready and now you do it thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Matthew chapter eighteen. About that time the disciples came to Jesus and asked who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven Jesus called a little child to him and he put the child among them he said tell you the truth unless you turn from your sins and become like little children you'll never get into the kingdom of heaven man that has caused problem after problem people trying to understand that and i remember hearing uh, sermons on this and People talked about how innocent kids were, and we have to be innocent, and how how pure they were, and we have to become like children, be pure, and how, how obedient they were, and we have to become like children, be obedient. And I listened to those sermons, and I believed them, and then I had kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, I got the broken ones, I guess, because my kids weren't... They weren't obedient. They weren't pure. They weren't innocent. They were pretty devious. (laughs) I found that part of my role as a parent was trying to teach them not evil because they had that down pat. (laughs) I had to teach them how to be good. (laughs) So when Jesus puts a child among them, I honestly think that what he's doing is he's putting among them Someone with no status, no standing. The least. The least. Yeah. He's putting someone among them who owns nothing. And even today, uh, a, a child might say that this is their toy, but it's legally it's their parents. Well,
1: <laughs> no, they, they don't know anything. Right. They have no power. Right. They have no status. Right. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're helpless.
0: That's absolutely right. And Jesus says be like that. Right. That is not very I don't it's not encouraging. That's that's That is not typically my goal in life. Right, <laughs> right. To to have nothing, to be nothing, but Jesus says that's that's what it's about.
1: Because when you live that way though, it it completely glorifies God. that that he has to provide for all those things that you lack now.
0: And that's the point. What Jesus says is membership in God's kingdom is important. Make sure you're part of it. (laughs) Second thing he says, uh, looking back in uh, Matthew chapter uh, 22, for example, um, starting in verse 2, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. And then he invites people, and the people start making excuses. Oh, I can't go because I uh, uh, this popped up. And I can't go. And the king says to the servants, go out and invite everybody in. And they do, and there are still empty seats. And the king says, okay, go out. Into the roads, grab them and drag them in. (laughs) Um, In Mark chapter 4, keeping that in mind, in Mark chapter 4, from 26 to 32, there's several parables kind of linked together. There's the parable of the seed, that the farmer scatters the seed, and then he goes to bed. And he wakes up and there's a little plant there. Or a mustard seed. He takes a tiny, tiny, uh, do you cook with mustard seed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's little. It is. It's it's you know, maybe a little bit bigger than a grain of sand, Mm -hmm. but not much. Right. And yet, under the right conditions, that sprouts, it grows, and you got a bush, you got about a six foot tall bush. The kingdom of God grows. Uh, The kingdom of God, the nature of the kingdom of God is that it expands. We see that in the book of Acts. Uh, Peter preaches and 2,000 come to the Lord. Two chapters later he preaches again and 5,000 come to the Lord. If we're part of a church today that's struggling with growth, that is not God's plan. God wants to see his kingdom grow.
1: And to, to clarify there, not necessarily talking numbers either, as much as spiritual, not exclusively. spiritual yeah. growth is just as important as growing in
0: numbers. Growth in disciples, in, in being disciples and in making disciples. Right. Um, God's plan for his kingdom is that it, it grows, it it expands, it expands numerically. New people are constantly coming in. Um, They're not coming in from other expressions of the kingdom. Right. (laughs) People are being won. people are being turned from the kingdom of Satan to the kingdom of God. Right. We uh, see some of the references again to how uh, the kingdom is here among us and yet how the kingdom is also future. Matthew chapter 25. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Uh Five were foolish and they let the lamps burn out. Five had extra oil, mm-hmm. and when the bridegroom came, they whipped out the extra oil, pulled, poured it in their lamp, and they were. Point is, they were prepared. Um, he goes on. Talks about uh, verse fourteen, Matthew twenty-five fourteen, kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip he called his servants and trusted money to them while they're gone he gave five bags of silver to one two bags to another and one bag to the third and the uh, the one he gave five bags to went out and bought a five bag of silver sized chicken farm and sold chickens and when the master came back he sold what he had and Lo and behold, he had 10 bags of silver. He said, here you go, there's 10 bags of silver. The one that had the two bags of silver saw his friend growing chicken, so he said, I'm gonna buy a store in town and sell eggs. So uh, he got store in town, he sold eggs, and uh, when his master came back, he sold the store and sold his stock, and lo and behold, he had four bags, and here's the four. The one that had one bag of silver, master said, what'd you do? He said, buried it. <laughs> Didn't lose it. Didn't lose it. Here it is, a little bit dirty, but <laughs> there you go. And the master said, you fool. <laughs> you wicked servant, isn't you that wicked it? You wicked servant, <laughs> yeah. Um, the point is, the kingdom of God, because it is future, is something for which we need to be prepared. We need to be ready for when it comes. We need to make sure that we're a part of it. We need to make sure that what we are currently doing is just part of being in line with what God wants for us.
1: It's sort of a right now and not yet right?
0: Absolutely.
1: Just like salvation.
0: Yeah. Like you that's have right. a point
1: of being saved and one day he's going to come and he's going to save you. Like, that's right. That's like, right. We, it's a, it's a both end.
0: It's that right now and not yet. We're, we live right. in the middle of that. Right. There are wonderful parts of being a part of God's kingdom today. Incredible things that God has given to us. And yet there's more coming. That's, That's exciting. That's all right with me. That's all right with me too. <laughs> so these are just some of the things that Jesus taught about his kingdom. We're, we're just barely opening the door. Uh, if you want to go to Bible Gateway, type in, in quotation marks, Kingdom of God and Kingdom of Heaven. And look at the passages. You'll, you'll have around 80 passages to look up and dig deep in what Jesus says about his kingdom. I'll bet you'll find something there that encourages you, and I'll bet you'll find something there that challenges you. So be encouraged and be challenged and keep studying.